dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Saturday. Hope you're all doing well, as, as, as am I. Hardy, hard, hard. Still working on a few projects here. Things are going well in Game Town, as in out there in the wild. And so far, so good. Nice sunny day. I should get out later. Anyway, I want to talk module. I want to talk modules more, specifically old modules. And we will talk about that after this. All right. I've been watching Mr. Walsh's videos on YouTube. And he does a whole Welcome to Mystara series. He's got me hooked back up onto Mystara. As if I need as if I didn't need another world to, to work on. But I pulled out all of my gazetteers and my creature crucibles and my box set. And I, I just he's also talking about the modules for, for basic D D, because he's a big fan of basic D D. And he did a review of Night's Dark Terror, which is supposed to be one of, hands down, one of the best modules out there. And I don't doubt it. But, I, and I've got a copy of it. I've got pretty much a complete copy. The only thing I don't have are the chits, which doesn't bother me at all. I have a ton of tokens that I could use for the chits. It's mainly for the siege in there. But this one kind of puts the players through the ringer. It's for for levels two to four, but it's like it's <laughs> it's the D and D equivalent of Raymond Chandler's. I think it was Raymond Chandler's ODTAA. One damn thing after another, because this they are going around Karamikos. I mean, they start by ending up in a town. Was besieged by goblins. They have to. They end up going against the slaver, slavers. They end up in a lost valley with some jackal people, and etc. etc. It's just like it does. Just keep. They barely get any time to rest. And from what I understand, it's really, really good. It really keeps you moving. And I think about these, and I'm looking through it and watching. You know. And reading through this, fortunately, like I said, I got kind of a complete copy, and it's a used copy. I think I got it for ten bucks at Half Price Books. Lucky. And whoever had it before me, I'm thankful that he took a highlighter to the important parts. I don't mind this book being marked up because I can still read it. But if I was if I was running it, I might have highlighted a couple more parts. But that's the whole thing. How they write modules now. Versus back then. Now, way back then, back then in the you know the late seventies days, I told you about the first the Blackmore, Dave Arson's Blackmore. How how little they did with it, like writing up a dungeon. It's basically a list of stuff that you no doubt no doubt what's in the rooms with the monsters and the treasure and all that, and that's pretty much akin to how I write up stuff when I'm running along with bullet points to remind me of things. And I'm sure there's a lot of game masters out there who do that. 
looking at looking at a game master's game notes for a session or for a campaign versus reading a complete module like this i'm not going to say it's night and day but you know they have to they have to since they're since this is something you're se- they're selling they have to go about and actually they have to actually flesh it out they have to describe things tell people what to do but if there was some way some way i could get like you know split the difference where you g- give them just enough to keep the thing going but at the same time do the do the shorthand that most game masters do that would be great that's the way i would like to run a mo- write a module if i ever wrote a module because it's just i all i need like i said all i need are stuff that that you know clicks i you know i'd write say a page of the overview or the intro or something like that and then from then on it would be list bullet points and maps i don't even think it'd be maps actually because i'm i read my i have lived my dungeons i can throw i i'm big big fan of dice drop tables so i can dice drop a dungeon very easily as long as i use d4s because they don't roll uh, so and things like that, you know. I got a lot of I got a lot of good ideas from Vornheim and the Lazy Dungeon Masters. So I like to use those. But that would be my ideal module right there. That and uh, taking from Basic Fantasy the hit point ticks, you know, boxes that you can tick off. Always like that. That's why I always carry graph paper with me when I'm when I'm doing stuff. Because that's quick hit point boxes right there. Among other things, you can also map out a dungeon, things like that, of course. But, you know, looking through this module, I keep, all I can think of is, if I was running this, if I was running this, how would I simplify it? How would I, how would I, I'd have to go through, see, I hate rewriting. I mean, if I'm rewriting my own stuff, that's one thing. But having to go through a module and just rewrite the thing from the ground up drives me crazy. Because it's just, I'm doing this so I can run it. Okay, fine. But I, you know, that's why I, I like the way he highlighted it. And I would highlight it too if I had had a new copy of this. Because I need to know, I just need, you know, I don't want to have to sit here and say, okay, over here you see, and then just sit there and read a paragraph. Just so I understand it. I'm not talking about reading it out loud, box text. I'm talking about, but you know, you're supposed to run, read it beforehand and, you know, two or three times to get the points. But there are times when you just highlight something, you reread it and reread it, but in the heat of the moment, behind the screen there, you're just going, oh, yeah, that, oh, yeah, that. So bullet points would really help. I mean, it would, I mean, you've got the highlighting, but you still got to sort through it, I should say, sort through the dang thing. So that's kind of my ideal of a pre-written module right there. And I have a feeling there's a lot of people out there that do that. What do you think? Tell me about it or anything else you can think of at oldmangrognor at gmail.com or drop me a voicemail on Anchor. I'm going to go start my day, so I just want to say we are monetized. And as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. 
Thanks, kid, to Don- Jonathan Dorje Wendell Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Gilbert Soares, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, Dan Gregg, Benjamin Brodell, Jason, and John Allen Larch. Thank you, guys. Don't forget Dan Gregg's The Young Y-U-N-G. Young Grognar Podcast, Mark C. Wallring's Yawning Albert Podcast, Big John Allen Larges the Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.